Representative Kevin McCarthy was ousted as Speaker of the House this week in a move that many say was pretty unexpected. Joining us to talk about it is Hillsdale College Professor Joseph Postel. Professor, thanks for being with us. How are you? I'm doing well. Good to be with you this morning. All right, so let's talk about the historic mark behind this, Representative Kevin McCarthy being removed as Speaker, because this has never happened before. Yeah, never happened before. This is the uh, we're sort of in uncharted territory right now. We have no speaker of the House of Representatives, um, and this is, you know, this is not something that's happened before in American history. In fact, it's only been attempted once before, and the one time it was attempted back in 1910, uh, it failed. the The motion to to remove the speaker failed. Failed. So this is uh, this is quite uncharted territory that we're in right now. Do you, Do you think that some of the politicians that voted to remove McCarthy are are risking their own political career in a way? Yeah, I actually don't think that's the case. Uh, so, you know, it's an interesting coalition of people who removed McCarthy, eight Republicans, and then every single Democrat who was mm-hmm. there. Now, nobody, the Democrats are obviously not risking their political careers. They're going to be rewarded for voting against the Republican speaker. And the eight Republicans who voted to oust McCarthy are in very, very conservative districts where the sentiments are not very favorable to McCarthy's uh, uh, tenure as Speaker. So really, I think uh, these people will be rewarded for what they did this week. I found it interesting that Gates was like, we got to remove him, and then they were like, well, are you going to become Speaker? He's like, oh, no, absolutely <laughs> not. No way. Yeah, he's not a fool. I mean, I'm not sure who would want to be Speaker of the House at this point because it seems pretty clear that there's not a majority Right now, even though the Republicans are kind of nominally a majority of the House of Representatives, there's not enough agreement among the Republicans to actually get much done. So, are, are there any names out there, though, right now that that might have a, a lead to that? Yeah, you know, politicians are politicians. And so even though I may not want to be Speaker of the House in this kind of scenario, many politicians in, in the House do want to be Speaker. And so, uh, you know, they like to climb that ladder. And I think the leading names right now are Steve Scalise, who is a well-known member of the Republican Party in the House of Representatives, and kind of the number two guy, you know, in, in the, the House uh, on the Republican side. And then Jim Jordan, who, there's a great sort of uh, irony here in that Jim Jordan was one of the people who was leading revolts against Speaker John Boehner several years ago, and now Jim Jordan wants to take a position of leadership himself. So uh, there's a kind of full circle thing happening here. And so Jordan has thrown his name in as well as Khalif, but I think probably going to be one of those two uh, next week when, when it comes up for a vote. Yeah, that's, that was going to be my next question is, is what's the next step and, and when does that happen? Well, yeah, so this is, again, because we're in uncharted territory right now, it's hard to know what's going to happen next. Um, they think there's going to be a vote next week. It's going to take that long for all of this stuff to happen behind the scenes, where Jordan is going to go to different members of the Republican Party in the House and say, hey, can I have your support? Scalise is going to do the same thing. And they obviously want to get this kind of uh, lined up behind closed doors before it goes to the floor of the House. Otherwise, they'll be spending a whole week just standing around voting over and over and over again like we did in January. So (laughs) it's going to take some time for them to kind of sort this out behind closed doors within the family, so to speak. And then uh, if they can get that done in the next week, we might have a speaker next week. But it's quite remarkable. We don't know whether even that's going to happen. 
and with it being at a standstill right now, I mean, there's some stuff that needs to be done. Like the the whole budget fix isn't really a fix. Like this is just a temporary thing for what the next. I think we're on day five of forty five or whatever. Yeah, but so we're we're looking at a government shutdown in a little over a month. Yeah, and we don't have a speaker of the House of Representatives, and we're not going to have one for about another week. So this is going to put a ton of pressure on the next speaker to get this all lined up, to get the vote, to get the vote to happen on the floor of the House, and then immediately turn around and try to cut a deal with the very people who just put a knife in the back of uh, Speaker McCarthy. So I do not envy the next Speaker of the House. What do you think all of this says about the United States politically right now? Like, where do we stand as a country with something like this happening? Yeah, there's so much that to say you know, about what this tells us about where we are at this moment and, and the situation that our government is in. I think the biggest thing that I take away from it is that we have a system right now where people are not encouraged to work together in Washington, D.C., but instead they're really encouraged to engage in conflict and to take advantage of that conflict for their own purposes. So many people pointed this out, that um, Representative Gates immediately was cutting fundraising emails showing clips of him on national media talking about how he led the revolt against McCarthy. So we have a situation in which politicians are more uh, incentivized not to work together to solve these problems and to compromise, but really to just uh, use these opportunities to advance their own careers and their own agendas. And so uh, this is a real problem because we have a big country, a lot of people who think differently. And so we don't have mechanisms for those people to come together and to come to some sort of agreement. And so we're going to have a lot more of this gridlock and polarization that we've been seeing. And so I think uh, it's going to be interesting to see whether there's any way for responsible politicians to go to Washington, D.C. and try to work together to solve these big problems. Right now, that's just not happening. Yay. <laughs> Joseph Postel, <laughs> a downer this morning. Yeah, professor at Hillsdale College joining us here on the WPTF Morning Show. Uh, professor, thanks so much. We really appreciate it. Thank you.